Good morning. Just getting ourselves organized here. Good morning. Um, I'm Mike McIndoo, and this is my good wife, Enika. And uh, we are here to talk about our visit to Argentina this year and the time we spent with um, Colleen down there participating with her in her mission. And uh, we're going to have a PowerPoint here in just a minute to go along with this. But from January 3rd till January 16th of this year, Enoch and I had the opportunity to spend time with Colleen Nanichuk in Bariloche, Argentina. For any who don't know Colleen, she's one of our supported missionaries, supported by this church and supported by the Covenant. She's a homegrown gal from Weimar, BC, and significantly commissioned by this church, from this church. This is Colleen's home, home church. Colleen's mission is part of Serve Globally, which is the missions arm of the Evangelical Covenant Church, or the ECC. And today, Enoch and I are reporting out on our trip um, to Bariloche, uh, South America. So just bear with us while we get the technology working here. Um, as Colleen's home church, we provide her with significant prayer, encouragement, and financial support. And let's just look at where Colleen is. Uh, South America, um, can we make the slide bigger, Greg? It hit slideshow up at the top there. If you hit that one there. Oops. <laughs> Anyways, that was oh, a map. There we go. Oh, there here we go. go. So this is a map of South America, uh, of uh, Argentina. Argentina is the eighth largest country in the world. Just to put it in perspective, it's only a little bit smaller than India. So it's a big country. Usually when you go into Argentina, you fly into Buenos Aires. And from Buenos Aires to Bariloche, and Bariloche is down right here, Parque Nacional uh, Nahu Hapi, um, it's a three and a half hour flight or a 22 hour bus ride. So it's a, it's a big, big country. Um, and this is what it looks like. This is the yeah. town of Bariloche. And this is our last glimpse of Bariloche as we left on January 13th. Um, so Bariloche is a city of 130,000 people and it's located in the foothills of the Andes and in this national park, uh, Nawe Wapi. Uh, the lake uh, that you see there is also goes by the same name. Um, so um, Bariloche is a very popular uh, touristy area, both summer and winter. In the summertime, people come to enjoy um, hiking, backcountry hiking, camping, fishing, boating um, in the summertime. And there's also lots of tourist attractions, a very interesting downtown area. And then it's also popular in the wintertime because uh, Bariloche has the largest ski hill in South America called Cathedral, and it's right there. You can see part of it there. It's a really big mountain, so they have um, 38 ski lifts, so that says how big the mountain is. Colleen uh, lives approximately, we're just going to point it out there, um, in Bar 
Hutelera, uh, barrio meaning neighborhood, and it's a mixture of low and middle income people living there. Uh, from Colleen's house down to the uh, center of the city, it's about a 40 minute walk. Um, and we did that walk often. It's a very nice walk. You can go along the main um, road into the downtown area. Um, so in the, the downtown area, and I think we have a picture here. Uh, here, Mike and I are standing in front of the uh, town hall. So there's kind of a, a center downtown. And then um, off of this is a really interesting shopping area, similar to our Baker Street. There's definitely a very Swiss-German uh, feel to downtown Berlochi. There's a European history there. Um, one of the products that they produce uh, is chocolate. So they make very good chocolate uh, in Berlochi. We spent quite a bit of time going up and down the downtown area, uh, lots of shops, uh, very modern, uh, beautiful restaurants, hotels, uh, souvenir shops, you name it, they had it. Uh, outdoor shops, just like we have on Baker Street that sells anything you need for summer or winter sports. It's a very interesting downtown area. Uh, usually though, we would catch the bus to get back up to Colleen's place, because by now we've done a lot of walking. Yeah, um, Colleen's mission uh, is our mission. And when I say it's our mission, it, I mean everybody that's a member of this church. Um, we're all participating in this mission uh, with Colleen, and let's just spend a minute on the term missions. In the Covenant Church, there are six keys, six affirmations that we, as a denomination and as a church, hold first and foremost. And these affirmations are the very foundation of our belief structure. We know these six as the Covenant Affirmations. Affirmation number three directs us as a church to be missional, to be a missional church. And our church takes the charge from Matthew 28 very seriously. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. This, this is so central to what the Covenant Church, if you know anything of the history of the Covenant Church, that the Covenant Church has done, and it's central to what this church has done. We've supported missionaries. We have missionaries that we've supported for over 30 years in the field, which is, which is really quite amazing. Today we're gonna talk about Argentina and our visit and support of Colleen, <coughs> but we really want to emphasize how if any of you have the opportunity um, to support a missionary, to participate in a mission experience, it's going to enrich your lives, it's going to bless you, um, and it's going to challenge you in many ways. This trip certainly challenged Enoch and I. We were regularly out of our comfort zone, and we were continually uh, challenged culturally, physically, and certainly spiritually. Coming alongside Colleen in her home church in Bariloche, we got to have an up-close and personal look at Colleen's life as a missionary. We very quickly became part um, of, her, of her Argentinian family, and we certainly sorry, experienced an amazing love and depth of spirituality that in our reserved North American worship culture was something that was truly amazing. And this, this picture was taken the day we arrived, so um, 
we did go to church the first day we were there, uh, Saturday evening worship service with Colleen, where she introduced us to her church family. There's no question uh, in understanding Colleen's mission that in meeting her church family and participating in worship with Colleen and her church family, again, we were so richly blessed. It's been over six months since Enoch and I were in Argentina, and as this experience settles, we ponder, we pray, and we reflect, reflect upon it continually, and we're always amazed at what we experienced and how we have stretched and, been and, and grown through this experience. Al Tizan is Colleen's boss with Serve Globally. He's also the um, author of a book called The Whole, Whole and Reconciled, and he refers to missions today as having an Ephesians 2 moment. And to Enoch and I, Ephesians 2 really became the verse that we kept coming back to to try and make sense of all the things that were happening around us. And I just want to take a moment and read it. For Christ himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people when in his own body on the cross he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of law with its commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from two groups. Together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross. And our hostility towards each other was put to death. He brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who are far away from him and peace to the Jews who are near. Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. As I read this scripture, as we read the scripture, and as we said, it, it really impacted Enoch and I um, in a number of areas. But let's, I've taken the liberty of underlining certain words here. Let's look at the scriptural highlights that really embody what you can ex expect if you go on a mission or if you visit a missionary. We were united. We were united with Colleen's brothers and sisters as one people. We were united in worship and through that same Holy Spirit, and we felt that so, so strongly. Um, and, and I can't emphasize that enough, and it's what any of you have to look forward to if you are welcome or blessed enough to be able to go and visit a missionary. We were stretched in big ways, and we were stretched in little ways. Um, some of the little ways that we were challenged and stretched, the first day we arrived, I'm a bit jet-lagged, and we're picked up at the airport by a young couple, and we say, well, we'll buy you lunch. So I go to a cash machine, I stick my card in, and here's all these choices, and I go, wow, $800, wow, that's a lot of money, but okay, okay, I'll get $800 out. I got out this big wad of cash. I went to pay for lunch, and I didn't have enough money to buy a pizza. So that was a challenge. Have to learn the, the money system. Yeah. A little embarrassing. Um, for me, um, lots of meat and potatoes. Uh, uh, Argentina is known for their amazing beef, and I recommend that you do try a steak. But I sure miss the vegetables. And that baked potato, I know it's a vegetable, but it's a starchy vegetable. And they take a potato, they bake it, and then they deep fry it. And you don't get one potato, you get two potatoes on your plate. Uh, oh, I got to tell you, I, I, I don't know what Enoch is complaining about because there's lots of vegetables on this plate. <laughs> <laughs> and the steak was amazing. Um, hugging and kissing. 
Wow. South Americans and Argentinians, they hug and they kiss every opportunity they get. You see somebody an hour later, you see them again and they're hugging and kissing you. Um, get used to it, but also learn how to do it properly because you can really gross them out if you don't, if you don't do, it, do it properly. A very emotional, spirit-filled worship service. Be sure to take lots of Kleenex. Yes. This is a three-and-a-half-hour service. Three-and-a-half hours. But it was so lively. It was so emotional. It was so joyous that it flew by. It, it was like 20 minutes, even though it was totally in Spanish, a language that neither Inica or I speak. Hospitality. Boy, these people really practice hospitality. We weren't just welcomed. We were embraced uh, very enthusiastically and absorbently and without any reservation. And hospitality always involves food. These people really know how to practice the E of bless. They really eat with each other. Um, here we're enjoying a meal of empanadas with uh, a whole variety of, of people. And, and you kind of notice, I don't know if you notice, but I'll point it out. Whoops, I'm going to go back. Um, Coca-Cola, Orange Crush, beer, and somewhere on there there will be water, and the water is the most expensive thing of those things I just talked about. <laughs> Hospitality. Um, they pulled all stops out because they're so impressed that somebody's come all the way from North America to visit them. And one of the things the Argentinians love to do is they love to eat, and they love to eat really well, but they have what they call asados. And an asado is a barbecue. In this case, the barbecue is in their garage, and it's an open pit fire where they have literally taken and split open a lamb, and they roast it for eight hours over the open coals of the fire. And uh, then they take the coals, and they heap them up here, and they cook a bunch of chorizo sausage and a bunch of meat. I told you, they love their meat. And then they all gather together with wine and Coca-Cola, and you have a feast. And, and it truly is a feast. But what hospitality. Mm -hmm. And we're eating in the garage there, so that's kind of neat. So this is an interesting picture. Um, first of all, I just want to introduce to you Pastor Hector and his wife, Pastora Norma. They are a pastoral couple. Um, and we're having a meal with them. And Mike is holding his watch here, and it says 1219. That's not noon. That's midnight. So this is the day we arrived. So we've first been to a three-and-a-half-hour church service. And then we are invited to dinner with uh, Pastor Hector and Norma. And Norma makes three pizzas from scratch after church. And we all sit down together after midnight to enjoy this meal together. Pretty amazing. That was a huge challenge for us to adjust to dinner at midnight. And they would eat dinner at 11 or 12 o'clock at night more often than any other time. And at 11 or 12 o'clock at night, all of Matt's little kids would be sitting at the table having dinner with mom and dad. I, I don't know why they're such a strong football nation, because they don't sleep. And we could go on and on. Um, but again, the one thing that we experienced and felt was how welcome we were as brothers and sisters in Christ. This welcome that was demonstrated and felt over and over. Go back to Ephesians 2. It talks about being one body. In Bariloche, we didn't speak the language. 
We were cultural strangers, but we were brothers and sisters. We were part of that one body. And in the emotional Argentine worship service, we were moved by the same Holy Spirit. We were home, even though we were thousands of miles away on a different continent and in a different hemisphere. It is said in some of the biblical commentaries that the letter to Ephesians exists to explain the nature and purpose of the church and to give Christians a glimpse of the grand vision of the church universal. Paul in Ephesians 2 talks about how together as one body, Christ reconciles us to God. Our Ephesians 2 moment was the affinity and love we felt as we felt as we sang very familiar Spanish songs in presence in Spanish, and we don't speak Spanish, um, with Colleen's congregation. But we knew the songs, we knew the melodies. The words were easy, just read them off the, off the overhead. And there we were, speaking in tongues, <laughs> worshiping in Spanish, even though we didn't know it. Ah, Enica's gonna kick me here. Get on, Mike. It was the love, the generosity, and the unreserved welcome that we experienced from our Argentinian family, brothers and sisters, with that same Holy Spirit, that one body that was our kind of Ephesians moment. And we want to just share a moment with you guys. Greg, if you can play that for us, please. And this is a worship service. This is what it's like. And we've got to crank the volume. <laughs> It's actually a video uh, technology. You, you, you get the idea. It's loud. It's lively. I'm sorry that we couldn't do the 360 that we have on the video there, but everybody's just hopping and jiving and dancing and... and you can't keep your hands in your pockets uh, if you're worshiping in a South American church, that's for sure. Um, as we participated in Colleen's missionary life, we learned how the role of the church has really changed in the whole missionary moment, or movement, excuse me. As a post-colonial missionary, Colleen's role to help spread the gospel has remained constant with missionaries throughout the ages. What has changed, we learned, is that missionaries don't see themselves so much as bringing culture, practice, and gospel to unbelievers, but in Colleen's case, and I think in many modern missionaries' case, they work alongside an existing church, helping that church to flourish, uh, to grow, um, and to bring the gospel through the church um, to the local peoples. We learned that in Argentina, most pastors work full-time outside of the church, outside of their pastoral calling. The church doesn't pay them a wage. Their primary role is to preach, although traditional counseling and pastoral duties still fall on them. What we saw was a church that had lots of different people assuming leadership roles, and we saw pastors that were really glad to have somebody like Colleen come alongside their ministries in such a supportive fashion. And we want to talk a little bit about Colleen's actual mission work and what, what it is she does. Yeah, so what does Colleen actually do down there? And the first thing that um, Colleen has done for the first eight months while she was there 
from July to the end of February, she went to language school. And she would walk down 40 minutes down into the center of town, and there was a, a language school there where often she was the only student, so she would get one-on-one -on -one, uh, instruction with her instructor. But she also met many people from around the world who would come into Berlochi to uh, immerse in uh, language school and, and learn the work on their Spanish. Um, Colleen did very well. She's passed all of her exams. She is very fluent in Spanish, uh, both in speaking and reading. She plans ongoing courses this fall. She'll be taking some more courses. Um, Colleen is working towards her intercultural um, minister certificate and also toward being a, becoming a consecrated missionary, so she will have more coursework to do. Uh, and then she's also planning in the fall to uh, do a small group Bible study uh, with people of all ages uh, using the Immerse series, and it will be done in English and Spanish. So it'll help her with her Spanish, but she can also uh, be missional towards uh, the people taking the course and help them with their English. Because uh, Bariloche is such a touristy area, it's very helpful, especially for the younger people, to have some uh, English skills. So a great uh, outreach as well. And this is just a picture of some of the youth outreach. Colleen does a lot of work with the youth. Um, in the corner here, they're around the table doing a, a study, uh, Pastor Hector and uh, Colleen at the end of the table there. And here, this is kind of a cute picture because Colleen is in that picture. She's just come back from the hairdresser. She's had her hair straightened. We all know Colleen with a beautiful head of curls. <laughs> and so here they're just, just relaxing and, and hanging out. Uh, very recently, uh, in the last few days, Colleen um, went to Chile with five youth to a youth conference there. Uh, some of those young people had never been on an airplane before, so it was quite an experience for them and they uh, had a, a youth um, conference there. Um, so yeah, she's very busy with um, the youth. Also very committed to women's ministry. So every Thursday, a group of women meet together in a different home every week. Everyone volunteers uh, their home, and they do a Bible study together. They have devotional time, they pray together, uh, they share. And they get to know each other and, and develop uh, friendships and relationships. And so through that, um, Colleen, uh, some of the ladies uh, talked to Colleen about the fact that um, they have developed some health issues. And they've noticed that Colleen, as Colleen would say, um, eats very weird food like vegetables. And vegetables. that Colleen likes to walk. Vegetables. You, some of you know Colleen. She loves going for a good, good walk. So they've asked, would you share some of those recipes with us? And um, so that's what they're doing in this picture here. Uh, Colleen knows how to prepare vegetables in many different ways. And so here they're enjoying uh, cabbage and zucchini. And so they get together once a month and prepare a vegetable meal. And then they'll go for a walk together. So Colleen is calling this her healthy eating lifestyle gathering. And you can see there's quite a bit of interest, a lot of ladies here. This is also Colleen's, the inside of Colleen's apartment. 
Um, so you can see they're sitting around the kitchen table. Her little kitchen is in behind there. And then um, the door entering into the apartment is over here. The bathroom's behind Colleen. And then she has two bedrooms. So that's a two-bedroom door right there. And a nice little living room. So a very comfortable apartment. We actually stayed with Colleen. And then a big part of Colleen's um, ministry is to just be pastoral support. So here we have a picture of Pastor Yvonne and Pastora Sandra from Beresatogi, which is an area just outside of Bonnie's Aries. And this is their church building, which is uh, right in their neighborhood, uh, about two blocks from their home. And right now, Colleen is actually in Beresatoga, and she's supporting um, Pastor uh, Yvonne with a merge group that's down there um, from Olympia, Washington. So that's really exciting because they haven't had many merge groups come down to Argentina. Um, she's also been asked uh, by Uruguay. Uruguay has three covenant churches to um, help them teach the BLESS workshop and to help with the covenant affirmations. And, of course, besides that, she, she's supporting the two churches in Bariloche, um, Bethel being her home church, and then Jehovah Nisi is the second covenant church in Bariloche. So this we, we kind of put in here, we call it um, the latte ministry that Colleen likes to do. So Colleen likes to make lattes, of some of you who know Colleen. And um, what better way, um, as Colleen said, a big part of her mission is to just be present and to build relationships. And what a lovely way to do that over a cup of latte that she's prepared. And in this picture, actually, she's visiting with Norma, and she's prepared um, a breakfast, a healthy breakfast for Norma, because it's not common practice to have breakfast in Argentina. Since they're eating at midnight, why would you have breakfast before you go to work at 9 o'clock? So um, Colleen is definitely... Um, maintaining some of her North American, um, you know, ways of doing things, and breakfast is one of them. So, um, yeah. It's, uh, it's really interesting. According to Pew Research, in 1900, close to 85% of the Christians in the world lived in the global north, primarily Europe and North America. By 2010, 70% of the Christians in the world uh, lived in the global south. Colleen is a missionary in a country that is probably has more people that would claim Christianity than here in her home in Canada. As we worshiped with our Argentinian brothers and sisters, we felt a deep sense of spiritual connection. We realized that we in North America have been blessed with a prosperity abundance. And we learned and were humbled when we saw that our South American brothers and sisters, they may not share the prosperity, but they certainly have a spiritual abundance. This was and is very, very humbling to Enica and I. We want to finish this presentation off with just some random slides of Colleen and her life in Argentina. What happened, Greg? Sorry. Maybe not. <laughs> Good old technology. The first picture, and we'll, I'll just talk about it. The first picture is a picture of Colleen taking a picture with a Pentax single lens reflex oh, camera. Go. Oh, here, here we go. go. Okay. 
There we go. Colleen uh, is taking a picture with the Pentax camera. Through her regular communications with the family from this church, she shared that she really missed taking pictures and really missed photography. And that family said, well, wait a minute. We have a Pentax camera that we can give Colleen that we're not using. So Colleen got the camera, and it's a blessing to her because it enables her to get out and get away from everything else and just have, have fun in the beautiful nature of Argentina. So the family that gave that to her, thank you. And here I am, uh, the day we arrived with our luggage, but most of this luggage is not ours. We packed two big suitcases and a full back backpack to Colleen. Um, Colleen um, loves uh, a variety of things. We brought her some basic supplies that she couldn't take with her, but um, the important things in those suitcases were things like Italian espresso coffee um, for those lattes that she likes to make, uh, cliff bars for when she goes out walking and hiking, and of course, some peanut butter. She <laughs> loves her peanut butter. So thank you, Joanne. <laughs> if you um, think you may go and visit Colleen, you're going to have to pack an extra suitcase full of goodies. You have to understand how challenging this was. I'm a guy who travels with carry-on. And here we had to have two carts to get all of our luggage through. So there we were. Um, family. You just can't escape the importance of family in this culture. And, and it centers around food so often, but not just eating the food. In this case, we we're preparing the empanada meal that we ate after church at midnight. And the entire family got together to prepare the empanadas. This is three generations working around a kitchen table, laughing and joking and sharing and preparing food. It was really neat. And we tried our best at making empanadas, but they, they weren't pretty. as pretty as some of those. So this is a picture of Colleen's home church, Bethel. Um, her church is going through quite a transition right now. They've moved into a new location, and this is a temporary location. They are looking for a, a building to either purchase or rent for their congregation um, in a neighborhood where they can then serve that neighborhood and be a blessing to that neighborhood. So um, they... Um, you know, they gather probably 30, 35 people, 40 people um, Saturday nights and Sunday nights. They do two worship services a week. And I, I, I can't leave Argentina without just saying what a beautiful country this is. This is a spectacularly beautiful country. This is a ski town about an hour north of um, where Colleen lives. And if you were to walk down, and you can see the, the ski hills are up above it here. If you were to walk down the main street of this town, it would be like walking down the main street of Fernie um, or Nelson or, or any, any one of a number of ski towns in our community. There's you know, the four-wheel drives, there's the fancy gear shops, and um, you feel like you're somewhere in a ski community. <coughs> and I'm a lake and a boat guy, and the lakes are just spectacular in Argentina. Um, it really, truly is a a beautiful country. Okay, so this is Colleen's home. Um, Colleen lives on the second level there, and below her, uh, a young couple live below her in that apartment, and then 
Hector's uh, mom and stepdad, they live upstairs in the upper apar apartment. And then behind this house is a duplex. And Pastor Hector and um, Pastor Norma live on one side of the duplex. And then Hector's brother and his wife live on the other side of the duplex. Uh, behind Mike there, you can see the garage and the smokestack for the barbecue. Um, and Mike is just closing up the gate and locking it. So all the houses there will have a locking gate, uh, locking um, system around them. And we always were supposed to lock that gate when we left. So we're going we're gonna to finish off and we're going to give Colleen the last word. And Inika is going to read a note that Colleen gave us uh, in preparation um, for our, our talk today. Um, but talk to us. If you have even the slightest inkling to go down there, come and talk to Enoch and I. We can give you lots of advice and, and, and yeah, encouragement. Okay, so from Colleen. How can you support in 2019? Your continued financial support is even more important as the inflation takes drastic jumps, greater than the drop in the peso. Ministry and travel costs have increased greatly but I am confident that God will continue to provide and open doors. Your continued prayers are extremely important. There is a huge connection when we are praying together, supporting and uplifting each other in prayer. Argentina is grateful for your prayers, and we continue to pray for you as well. And finally, please come in big bold letters, come to Argentina, be a part of God's work here whether as a group, a family, a couple, or as an individual, please come. For a missionary, the importance of someone visiting is just hard to explain. The support and encouragement you provide by just being present, by allowing me to share my life, my church, and ministries, my family, is something that uplifts and sustains a missionary. Many of you have expressed interest in coming to visit, to serve, and I pray that you are still continuing to make those plans. I look forward to sharing Argentina with you. And for my Argentine family, there are many friends, but they are more like family. I am part of their family. It speaks volumes of Christ's love when you make a commitment to travel so far and to be a part of their life and ministry here. That's Colleen. And as Colleen would say, Dios la bendiga, and when you give them the holy kiss at the end of the service, you say, bendición, blessings to you all. Thank you.